and check yourself and tell us what the Lord has wrought in your body. I'll be excited to hear about it. Thank you, Jesus. I'll be excited to hear how the Lord has touched you and healed you. Um, the person with the name A-K-P-O, are you online? Or you've left. I had discomfort in my throat while you were praying. I wanted to say amen, but I rather yawned and immediately the discomfort left me. Thank you, Jesus. It returns no more. Had neck pain, but feels better now. Sorry, we don't do better. We do healing right now in the name of Jesus. It goes from better to a perfected healing now. We It goes from better to a perfected healing now. There's someone who is still having a pain. I don't know. I'm seeing it is a lady now. Is it in, in your breast or inside your chest? I don't know, but I'm seeing in your chest region. I'm seeing a pain there as though there's something piercing. It goes now, now, completely receive the touch of Jesus. It goes right now. It goes right now. 
in the name of Jesus. Check yourself. Check yourself. It goes completely, completely, completely. The Lord place his hands upon you and recover you back to health. I have a few minutes to go. I promise tonight I won't even restart. You see me now. I've already broken. I've already disobeyed. A few minutes. Let me get out. The person with, I don't know how to mention that name. Is it Akpo, right? Akpo Eli. I don't know what that is. Are you still online or you are sleeping? Why men slept? The enemies came and they sold us. The person has slept. Yo. Okay. Oh, thank you, sweet Jesus. The neck is gone now. Father, thank you. It is gone completely. It comes back no more. In the name of Jesus. Beatrice is the person behind that phone. Um, I don't know who is there, but I, I, I think I sense is Beatrice. Now, be careful. I saw some strange... Is this a rash, I we call it, or what? I saw some strange development all over your skin that if it is not quickly address you might not even walk out of your house you might not even walk out of your house i saw some kind of you see the way somebody gets the, the outbreak of chicken pus all over the skin yeah that's what i saw right now in a flash all over your body all over your body it's not supposed to be there it's bernard Tell Beatrice for me, I'm seeing a, a sudden breakout of some kind of rash over her body. And um, you should be careful. Okay? The reason why they should be careful is not supposed to be there. Something led to something that led to something that led to something. We declare mercy and we declare the blood. All right. Papa, please, you said I should get a black shoe for you to pray for me. All right. If people have promised prayer tonight, there are plenty. I would have run away. Why did I restart crying? Papa, please, I was having pain in my right breast, was feeling 
a lump too but i can't feel it again and the pain is gone too thank you jesus it returns no more it returns no more in the name of jesus thank you precious father thank you precious father thank you precious father it returns no more there's somebody still having a pain on the eyes. There's somebody still having a pain on the eyes. Still having a pain on the eyes. Like I can't explain how the pain is, but it's just there's this discomfort. Place your hand over it right now. In the name of Jesus, right now I send the healing power of Jesus to you. I send the healing power of Jesus to you. Jesus heals. And I ask right now that you become a beneficiary of God's healing now. In the name of Jesus, right now, receive the touch of that healing. Be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed, be healed. In the name of Jesus, and that eye pain be gone. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Someone, you are just, you're, you are believing that, okay, let the meeting just end so that you go and sleep so that you, maybe you believe by the time you wake up, the, the discomfort in your head will go. It won't go. It won't go. It won't go. I see that this thing started when something touched you. All right. So I don't know who you or where you you came in contact where you had a touch that wasn't good. Immediately you felt a sensation from your head. And since then, your head has been heavy. Well, I don't know whether I should call it migraine or something else, but your head has just been heavy and feeling differently. Even if you go to bed now, you wake up, it will still be there. But right now, I command that thing to get out of that head now. Get out of your body in the name of Jesus. Even before you go to bed, you won't find it again. Get out of that body. Someone, you've not been wearing shoes for quite some time right now because of some pain on your legs. You've not been wearing shoes for some time now because of some leg pain. It is gone now. We are your shoe comfortably wear your shoe comfortably wear your shoe comfortably it is gone it is gone right now roba namash capratu veledesis bila gadaban scofolis kilemen debresis we declare healing. We declare total healing. We declare total healing. We declare total healing. We declare total healing. In the name of Jesus, we declare total healing. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. None will be sick. None will be sick. None will be sick. And none will be sick. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Woo. 
I speak into blood cells, I speak into veins, I speak into organs, deep healing. That's what I heard. I didn't know there's anything like deep healing. Deep healing, deep healing into your soul. That trouble in your soul comes off now. Deep healing. Whatever that has troubled you mentally, right now, joy will just begin to overflow your heart now. Three persons under the sound of my voice. That heaviness is living for the garment of praise. That spirit of heaviness, spirit of sadness, depression, come out now. Receive the garment of praise. Receive the garment of praise. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Joy is restored now. Joy is restored now. Listen, everyone. Sometimes when you begin to find yourself sad unusually, don't think it's just you or the things that are happening. All right? No, 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 no. Let's be spiritual enough to understand when the devil starts playing game with us. You are just sad and here and there you can't really lay hold on what the issue is. Or you are, you are, there's something you know what it is, but it is more to it. There is more. The devil is at work. The devil is at work. The devil is at work. Isaiah 61 verse 3. You are just sad, feeling depressed, feeling unworthy. No, 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 no. It is not God. Isaiah 61 verse 3. Get me that scripture. The Bible said it's a spirit. This is where depression comes in. This is where you feel like um, locking out of a lot of things. This is where you feel like just committing suicide. Let me just end it. Look at it. To appoint unto them that mourn in Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes. So God's plan for you is not ashes, but beauty. The oil of joy for mourning. So the plan of God is not for you to mourn, but actually for you to live in joy. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. The garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. It's a spirit. It's a demon. It's a demon. And this is what, the reason why many people in the Western world, they are still living in a very a very funny life and misbehaving, is that such issues, they go for counseling. They go for therapy. Charlie, you need deliverance. You don't need therapy. You need deliverance. You need deliverance, not therapy. After they go for therapy, they will still wake up one day, carry a gun, and shoot everybody in their school or everybody on the road, kill people when they go. You need deliverance. It's not counseling. It's not therapy. Cast out that devil, and that person will get back to normal. Everyone here, I speak to you. I saw three persons under the sound of my voice with the spirit of heaviness. You just don't feel like talking to anybody. You feel like staying on your own. Your problem begins to look bigger and bigger and bigger. There is somebody now, your house is feeling like a graveyard to you. Your house feels like a graveyard to you. Everything just feels meaningless to you. Everything just feels useless to you. It's like your room is becoming bigger and bigger and you are feeling smaller and smaller. I command you, spirit of depression, come out of that lady, come out of that man, 
come out of that boy, come out of that girl, come out of that house. Now, now, I lay hold on you, spirit of heaviness. Out now, in the name of Jesus. Out now, in the name of Jesus. Out now, spirit of heaviness. Come out right now. I take authority over the voices of the wicked speaking to you, telling you your life will not be better, telling you you will never be free, telling you this will be your end, telling you you will never get married. I silence that voice in your life. I command you out, 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 out. Be free in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray that the Lord put on you now the garment of joy. Receive 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 the garment of joy. Bala grabados kapelegadosis. Weeping may endure in the night, but joy comes in the morning. Your joy is here now. Your joy is here now. In the name of Jesus. Somebody say, I choose joy. Come on, declare. That word is very powerful. Come on, declare. I choose joy. I choose joy. I choose joy. I choose joy. On this buffet table, I'm seeing depression, I'm seeing sadness, I'm seeing suicide. But Charlie, I choose joy. The stressed, the depressed. But with the power invested in me, I came to speak life over you. I speak blessings of help. Yes, Lord. Lord, restore joy to our heart, Lord. That heaviness is going. That heaviness is going. That heaviness is going. It's going. It's going. It's going. It's going off your life. I speak life. You're gonna leave. Oh, my brother, my sister. I speak life. You are the head and not the tail. You will prevail. I speak life. Don't give up the fight for your life. You shall live and not die. Let's not lose another person to a senseless death. Substance abuse, gang violence, suicide because of low self-esteem. The power of life and death is in the tongue. Speak life over yourself and those you love. I speak life. You're gonna leave. Oh, my brother, my sister. I speak life. You are the and I, the you will I speak life. Don't give up the fight for your life. You 
You shall live and you will not die. Don't give up the fight for your life. You shall live and not die. Life to your spirit. Life to your soul. May God bless your spirit. By his stripes you may go all your life. You shall live and not die. I speak life. You're gonna live, oh my brother, my sister. I speak life. You are the head and not the tail. You will prevail. I speak life. Don't give up the fight for your life. You shall live and not Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. You shall live and not die. You shall live and not die. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All right, let's do something in 30 minutes or less, and let's get out of this platform. Everyone declare with me, say in the name of Jesus, I choose joy, I choose life, and I choose prosperity. Say, this is not the best of my life. My best shall come to manifestation. Say, this is not the best of my life. My best shall come to manifestation. Say in the name of Jesus, I prosper in different currencies of this world. Say I prosper in different currencies of this world. Say beyond the economy of my nation, I prosper. Beyond the economy of my nation, I prosper. In the name of Jesus, say I decree and I declare, I don't beg, I don't borrow. Say I don't beg, I don't borrow. I live debt free. In the name of Jesus, say, I declare and I decree, I can never be broke. I can never be broke. I can never be broke. In the mighty name of Jesus, say, I decree and I declare, I will not die single. I am getting married. My marriage will be glorious. My marriage will be fruitful. My children will be healthy. My children will be anointed. My children will be the best. In the name of Jesus, say, I decree and I declare, whatever I lay my hands to do, they are prospering. They are prospering. Nothing dies in my hands. Nothing dies in my life. Nothing dies in my hand. Nothing dies in my hands. Say, my hands is anointed to bring life. In the name of Jesus, say, I decree and I declare, henceforth, I have profitable relationships. I have profitable relationships in the name of Jesus. Say from today, anyone that enter my life, 
they will experience the glory of God. Anyone whose life I enter, they will experience the glory of God in the name of Jesus. Say henceforth, my life is a solution. I am a solution bringer. I am not the problem. Say, I bring solution. I am not the problem. Say, I bring solution. I am not the problem. Say, I bring solution. I am not the problem. If I enter your life, I bring solution. Anywhere I enter, I bring solution. I don't bring problem. In the name of Jesus, say, my life shall be productive. I am a testimony. In the name of Jesus, say, I am a testimony. In the name of Jesus, so shall it be. I call it done in Jesus' name of prayer. Amen and amen. All right, 30 minutes left. I'm done. Sarah, whatever you do, are doing that has to do with files. I don't know, for the third time, I'm seeing files. Whenever I see your face, I see files. Whatever you are doing that has to do with files, documentation, do it carefully and diligently because the Lord wants to do something great for you. Is that okay? Whether it's at work or off work, do it carefully and diligently. The Lord wants to surprise you and give you a testimony for because of something you've asked for of him and because of your sacrifice the lord wants to give you a testimony in the name of jesus what is her name um peace i told you yesterday you are about to receive money today i had a dream of you someone was handing you five thousand ghana cities and i was like ah the same amount of money that I mentioned. You say, yes, so that's what they, they were giving me. I saw in the name of Jesus, that is the second the second vision I'm getting. It means it is established already. I quicken it. I hasten it. I quicken it. I hasten it. In the name of Jesus, you shall receive that breakthrough. You shall receive that miracle. You shall receive that testimony. I decree and I declare anyone under the sound of my voice who is believing God for a financial breakthrough, it is done right now. It is done right now. It is done in the name of Jesus. I saw someone earlier with a name O-L-A-Z-U-K-Y. The person with the A-K-P-O. I've mentioned your name how many times? You are not minding me. I don't know how some of us do our things. Is it Akbo, Eli or what? I don't know how that in is pronounced.
You're telling me yes. I'm saying I'm calling you and I'm saying so yes. Be there. I don't have time to throw away. Let me look for those who will respond to me and minister and I go. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. To my brothers and sisters all around the world, especially those in South Africa, struggling with AIDS, in Brazil, the States. It's why it's important to come online to pray, not to just come look for a prophetic word and jump off the platform. The person with the name, I saw her name O-L-A Zuki. I think the person has gone about. I'm seeing the person somewhere. That person is going to... Okay, let me not say it from my mouth. Let me not say it from my mouth. But I saw the enemies about to afflict that person to death. It will not be her portion. I see the enemies trying to afflict somebody to death. Um, boss, what do you do? Akbar, what? What do you do? You operate sawmill machine. Sawmill. Sawmill is um, where they cut wood, right? Don't give up the fight for your life. You shall live. Where's your location? Where do you do it? Where, where? Help me quick. Let's go. God bless your spirit. In the sugar cup. You sleep in my There's someone who had bleeding from the nose. There's someone who had bleeding from the nose. You're still having some... This thing has happened some while ago now. But once in a while, you begin to get this pain when you try to breathe. You begin to get pain. All right? You begin to get pain in your nose. The healing of God is coming upon you right now. In the name of Jesus. Ah, you were the one looking at me at Shekinah glory. Okay. I think I didn't even get time to minister to you. I only prayed and I forgot. Listen. Um... I need to pray for you and address certain issues in your father's family. 
We need to address certain issues in your father's family. There are issues in the family that makes people to do a lot of guesswork with their destiny until it is late and they have not become anything meaningful. They just do guesswork. They do this, do this, do this. They do a lot of things. They try this, it didn't work. They will try this, it works more spoiled. They try this, it works more spoiled. They are working here and there and there and there and there until they now get tired and just say, it is not for me. Now, hmm. your main worry is your finances. Where's your father now? Where's your father? Boss, where's your father? He's at the winner. pray for you that the Lord will help you come out of the battles in your family. I'm going to pray for you that the Lord will help you come out of the battles in your family. But listen, after this prayer, doors will begin to open for you. I'm going to give you some warnings. Number one, don't be afraid to take bold and big steps. Don't be afraid to take bold and big steps. Number two, don't be careless. Be diligent in your finances. Be diligent in your finances. What I'm telling you now is the structure that I've been making people in that family to go up and down, back and forth. Whoever that gets money has no plan. They want to drop life and enjoy life. When the money is gone, suddenly they will have a plan. When there's money, they don't have plan. When the money is gone, they will not remember their plan. Pay attention to your destiny. God is going to bring start bringing you in contact with people that matter. I speak over your life. I cut you off from every error in your family. I disconnect you from every error in your family. In the name of Jesus, you will not end up like your fathers. You will not end up like your mothers. The covenant of struggle and hardship holding that family lets you go now. I declare your financial doors open. Meet helpers, meet contacts, meet helpers, meet, con meet the right contacts, the right connections. Be blessed, be favored, be blessed, be favored, be blessed, be favored, be blessed, be favored in the mighty name of Jesus.
the financial story has changed. Thank you, Jesus. May God change your life for good. May God change your life for good. In Jesus' name I pray. All right, madam, do you have the shoe now? Those that I asked to get what and what and what, let me sort you out now and let me go. All right. Father, we use that shoe as a point of contact to restore what was stolen out of our life. In the name of Jesus, I declare concerning her life, her career, and everything that concerns her, the hand of God will begin to regather them, restore them. In the name of Jesus, the hand of God will gather, restore them. In the name of Jesus, I decree and I declare. In the mighty name of Jesus, Labracosifaladasis. You will not have issues at work. Your career will not be stagnated. Your career will not go to the wrong direction. In the name of Jesus. Put on that shoe on your leg now. Declare after me in the name of Jesus. What I lost is restored. And I am established. So what I lost is restored. And prophetically, I am established. In the name of Jesus. Or call it down. Amen. I decree that establishment is your portion. You will not go down. You will not go back. You will not go out. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You will be promoted. You will prosper. You will advance. I see you flying into a new season. I see you flying into a new level. In the name of Jesus, be blessed. I call it done. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. That's the shoe I just prayed with on. Do you wear it to work? Okay. Now, do a lot of that shoe. Alright? Do a lot of that shoe from now into next month. If you used to wear it once in one month, you can do it twice or three times in a month. 
that show is no more ordinary, but rather the God's direction on your feet. In the name of Jesus, and pick up a seed when you have, and put a seed on that prayer, and tell God that my shoe is restored, my career is restored. That's all. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. You're welcome. Who do I have online? Admin is my 30 minutes not over. You're in Selassie. You said you studied what? What did you study before? Greek. Yeah. So you pay school fees. Uh, I saw in Greek. Don't mind me. I'm just being sarcastic. Don't go back to school and go and do Greek. No, 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 no. Go and do administration. Focus on the areas of administration. All right? Administration, secretaryship. Focus on that area. Go and do the area that has to do with secretaryship administration so that you can start working. Because right now you are not working. What I mean that you are not working is that the job you are doing now is more like you were employed by Mercy. Hmm? It's more like you were employed by Mercy. Let's just... Let's just put her there. Um, somebody spoke. So let's just use it to help her. So what you are supposed to be getting in life and be doing in life, you won't get it. That's not job. That's mercy. So go, go do that area. That is when 
you will now start getting what you should get. The hand of God is upon you. The Lord order your steps and give you favor. In Jesus' name, I call it done. God bless you. All right, is there another person I said I will pray for? Let's do it fast, fast, fast. You're welcome, ma. for everyone online whoever that will fire a strange arrow to your direction this season it will not catch up with you it will not penetrate you it will return back to the sender and you will escape anyone hunting anyone hunting hunting for human beings shooting arrows at you, whether it's in the dream or in the physical, you will escape. They will not catch you. They will not catch you. In the name of Jesus. Tchau, tchau. 
a God of special effects. You're wonderful, you're tuneful, you're threeful, you're fourful, you're fiveful, you're sixful, seven, eight, nine, everything wonderful. Nobody like you. Is where's your passport? I'm talking to the second unit. Selassie, you are not ready to travel. Hmm? I'm not asking you, me, I'm telling you. You are not ready to travel. Your body, spirit, and soul is not ready. Because there are a lot of things distracting your attention. Until you focus your attention, that is when you get ready. That is when you'll be ready. All right, Eunice, open your passport. Open the data page of your passport for me. Mm. Let's make it quick, quick, quick and go. All right, Lord. I fast track everything that concerns her now. I fast track everything. I hasten everything. I quicken everything. In the name of Jesus, I decree and I declare that lines begin to fall in pleasant places for you. What would have taken one year I shorten it to six months. 
what would have taken six months i shorten it to three months what would have taken three months i shorten it to three weeks what would have taken three weeks i shorten it i fast track all that concerns you from this moment encounter speed encounter speed angels are released right now i decree that you begin to receive special attention special information special privileges that you need to step out of where you are and enter where you should be be blessed be blessed be blessed be blessed no more waiting the waiting time is over in jesus name i pray even and even. God bless you. It is done. Thank you, Father. My time is gone, right? Where's my timekeeper? Monica, are you my timekeeper? You're not my timekeeper. My timekeeper said time as soon. I'll go asleep. We are meeting this morning. I'm seven minutes late. Can you imagine? We'll be back on Portwin this morning by 6 a.m. So, it is what it is. You want to stay on, stay on, stay on. Let me give you some message to listen to. For me, dear, make up. Oh, Father, we give you praise. Father, thank you, for I know you heard our prayer and you've answered us. Thank you for impossible things are becoming possible in our life. Thank you for shifted seasons. Thank you for seasons that have changed. Thank you for seasons that has changed. Thank you for seasons that has changed. Thank you for season that has changed. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise, Lord. We give you praise, Lord. Matokoporos kefila manamashes. Ilokombre ketish kobolos taparande belegadizas. Brekes supaladash kimonde preketi velenesis. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. New doors are open. New chapters are open. New doors are open. New chapters are open. And that new chapter is reading good news. Is reading good health, is reading blessings and abundant celebration. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. All right. Apostle Femi Lazarus is a man raised by God to demonstrate his wisdom and authority to the last day church. He is the lead pastor of Sphere of Light Church and God told him years ago that a time will come where my wisdom will be needed to navigate tough times in the body of Christ. Then I will cause your voice to be heard and all who pay attention to my word on your lips will not lack light and direction. He is a man sent from God, sent to raise God's end-time armies. With Apostle Femi Lazarus, every minute counts as you listen attentively. All right, tonight I... So, just pay attention and let's enjoy some moments. May I need rest. See you. That's a very brief <laughs> series. Are you ready for it? Are you sure? Doesn't look like you're ready. All right, titled Broken Bones. Broken Bones. Amen. So it's a new journey, and um, I'm trusting God to help us. Amen. I I want us to do something. I want us to pray in the Holy Ghost. Why is it that? Something happens when your spirit is ventilated. You'll be able to assimilate more. Is that okay? Pray in the Holy Ghost quickly. Build up yourselves on your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Pray in the Holy Spirit. Pray. And when you are doing so, do it with consciousness. Do it with consciousness. To break into the realm of light. Light. Where light jumps at you. We are not dull of hearing because we are quickened by the Spirit. We are quickened of the Spirit. Pray in the Holy Ghost. We are not dull of hearing. We are quickened by the Spirit. Please pray. Please pray. Seke frende koshi frende kero koshi plante kero koshente. Oh yes. Oh yes. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Thank you, blessed Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Amen. All right, let's turn our Bibles the book of Psalms, chapter number 51. The book of Psalms, chapter number 51. All right, the book of Psalms, chapter number 51. All right. If you're there, say amen. So I'm going to read the entire verse. You, in fact, you need to understand this passage of the scripture. I'm going to try to be as simple as possible. This was the Psalm David wrote after the atrocity with Bathsheba killing her husband Uriah. It's a very profound Psalm. And I want us to hear his thoughts. Have mercy on me, O God according to your loving kindness and according to the multitude of your tender mercies blot out my transgressions there is the mercy of god 
but there's also the tender mercies of God. <laughs> okay? For the sake of emphasis, let me just give you the difference. You see, the system of mercy is the provision that is made because you could not have measured up. Okay? Mercy is the provision made because you can't measure up by yourself. For instance, Second Corinthians chapter number 10 and 4 from verse 1 says, Seeing therefore we have this ministry. Alright? Um, having received mercy, we do what? We faint not. Say, but we have renounced the hidden things of dishonesty, not walking in craftiness or handling the word of God deceitfully, but by the manifestations of truth, we commend ourselves to every man's conscience in the sight of God. But he said, we have received this ministry, having received mercy, we faint not. Alright, so that this holy calling that God has given to us, we actually have obtained a part in it because mercy spoke first. Alright? And that's what the author of Hebrews was trying to say. Hebrews 4 verse 16. Say, let us now therefore come boldly before the throne of grace that we may obtain what? Mercy. And find grace to help. I want to just give you the difference between mercy and tender mercy. Alright? So, if, simple illustration. Never forget this one. Mercy is what you obtain. Alright? In God. Alright? Because you could not have measured up by your own ability. It becomes tender mercy if after extending mercy you fail to grow. It has to be tender with it because you are young. Do you understand that simple analogy? Right, that's it. Alright, because the things that David was doing, it is not for kings now. Proverbs 31, it is not for kings. Alright. He said, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you only have I sinned. And done this evil in your sight that you might be justified when you speak and be clear when you judge. Behold, I was shaped in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, you desire truth in the inward part and in the hidden part you shall make me to know wisdom. Purge me with isop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness that the bones which you have broken may what? Rejoice. Can we read that verse 8 again together? 1, 2, 3, go. Make me to hear joy and gladness that the bones which you have broken may rejoice. One more time. Alright, to have clear understanding of that statement he made. Let's look at verse 9. He said, Hide not your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities, creating me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with your free spirit. Then I will teach, the tra I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners shall be converted to you. Are you seeing that now? Right. The anointing to help sinners come back and transgressors get it right is coming because the bones have been broken. I'm going to go further into that. Meaning that now he's not speaking from the point of perfection. He's speaking from the point of mercy that he has obtained. Do you understand what I'm saying here? There is little you can do in your own self-perception and perfection. 
let me say this to you anything you want to do under god that you feel 100% qualified for you will not do it well i've said i've given this simple illustration go and check campus fellowships any ministry the moment they are ordaining somebody into position and both the person and the church feels this is the most qualified person experience has shown that it will be the most underperforming person he will not be able to deliver all right why because what it takes to do god's work is actually from the anointing you receive by depending on him what i'm trying to say is that something must show you the need for a perfect savior do you understand what i'm saying do you understand what i'm saying something must show you the need for him so he said when the bones that you are broken rejoice he said cast me not away from your presence renew your right spirit within he said then i will now be able to teach sinners your ways and i've said it it is not everybody that opens the bible that can help sinners come back nah all right you'll just be preaching over the head of the people let me ask you a question what has god delivered you from what has god saved you from those are the areas of your broken bones do you understand what i'm saying i'm going somewhere all right it's, this is a very deep passage of scripture all right verse 13 says, then i will teach transgressors your ways and sinners shall be converted to you he said deliver me from blood guiltness O god you god of my salvation and my tongue shall sing aloud of your righteousness O lord open you my lips and my mouth shall flow all right forth your praise for you desire now he now began to enter into some serious matter this part all right please listen look at what he said in verse 16 he said you do not desire sacrifice else i will have given it you delight not in burnt offering you remember what god told saul through samuel he said that obedience is better than what sacrifice all right so he said you don't give us this scripture in message is it a message translation now from verse 16 now psalm 51 from verse 16 message translation all right look i want you to look at what he said he said going through the motions doesn't please you a flawless performance is nothing to you somebody is coming before god and say god look at my righteousness look at my life see how that i've never failed you before i have never lied before i have never been this you don't need grace he said flawless performance is nothing to you look at verse 17 so you can understand i will read it in i'm sorry king james all right then we read the message he said the sacrifices of god are a what broken spirit a broken and a contrite heart you cannot despise let me tell you something there was a season i was attending a church so every last sunday or so we do have holy ghost um, holy communion so we move from our area then we go to the zone so we take holy communion at the level of the zone i there, there was a zonal pastor in that church all right he has a form of something was wrong with his leg he was always limping so the man has a way of playing the guitar i i, I sat down that the man i observed 
when this man is talking, he's not shouting. He's not making noise. But there is a form of anointing that makes this word hit every spot. I cannot explain. When you hear that, you are hearing the voice of brokenness. The contact point of grace is that place that is broken. Let me tell you something. If you ask me, who is the greatest human being I've met in my life? I think it's one particular guy. Years back, my NGO that I run, we're going to have an award. All right, we're going to have an award presentation for different other NGOs that were doing things similar to what we're doing. We invited them. There was this guy, I just invited the guy, I said, I've been seeing him on Facebook, and then we vet, we checked what they were doing, analyzed it, and then, we you know, ran through the table, saw that, okay, they were qualified for the award, invited them to come for the meeting. When I met this guy face to face, I had to excuse myself before him to go and cry. There is something powerful about people. Who are not blinded by their own light there is something powerful about people who are at the end of their own rope let me explain what i'm saying if you look at the letter that jesus sent through the angels of the seven churches the letters that were sent all right the church in smyrna the church in pergamos the church in Thyatira, the church in laodicea church of ephesus and all, right, all the churches you will discover that before he rebuked the rest, he talked about the reputation they have about themselves. The only church that was not rebuked was the church in Smyrna. Give me that scripture. Revelation chapter number 2. Let's look at the orientation. Listen to what I'm saying. If you can get this particular teaching right, people will not be able to understand where the flow of grace is coming from in your life. Are you following what I'm saying? Can they give me that scripture? All right, look at it. It said, write this to Smyrna, to the angel of the church. The beginning and the ending. All right? The first and the final one. The ones dead. Can you give me this in King James translation? All right. Let's make it very fast. All right. Dead and alive. Yes, verse 9 now. He said, I know thy works and thy tribulation and thy poverty, but you are rich. Many people don't know that spiritual poverty is the highest form of wealth. And that's why I said, blessed are the poor in spirit. They are the ones that will see God. Alright? Listen. Let me tell you the secret. People tell me, I've seen people, friends, people call me and say, what is happening? When you teach, where is this thing coming from? I tell them. I say every time I want to teach, I'm in tears before God. I am not coming as one who have a personal revelation. My heart still skips. It is coming from the point of except you help me, I will be a sounding symbol, clinging symbol before the people. Your greatest strength must become nothing for life to flow. Do you understand what I'm saying? Let's go back to that Psalm 51. Look at what David was saying. Alright. Say so this church, they believe they were poor. Jesus said, You are not poor, you are rich. 
Look at what he told the Laodicean people. He said, You would think you are rich people. He said, You are very wretched. Go and check. Even when it comes to music, I'm, I love good music. Okay? But the power to bet a sound that will vibrate through the entire world is not in rips and rounds. Do you understand what I'm saying? It is not in rips and rounds. If you can do it, fantastic. But that strength must become nothing for his own strength to flow. Do you understand that? We are going somewhere. Alright, they said the sacrifice of God are what? Broken spirit and a contrite heart. It means, he said, oh Lord, you will not despise. That is anywhere God sees brokenness. He can't take off his eyes. Look at that same 17 in message translation. Quickly. Alright, he said, look at it. Can we read this together? One, two, three, go. I learned God worship when my pride was. Alright, so what, when he said the bone that you are broken, what is he saying? Something happened to me that broke my pride. Do you understand what I'm saying? Listen. Listen. It is possible not to allow God have his way in your life, but you will still be successful. So this is not about success. You can be in rebellion and still be successful. Yes. But if you are going to become what God wants you to become, he will have to conquer you. If what you want to pursue is more money, get married, have children, no problem. That is table matters. But if it is the route of everything you Lord have in stock for me, ah, you will have to go his route. In fact, the moment you sign up for that route, the first thing that will happen is that it will look like from the day you said yes, you began to retrogress. Look at what Daniel said now. They said, allow us eat pulse. Right? If you understand what it means, legumes and water. Some people say beans and water. He said, check us after 10 days. You signed up to follow God. You start comparing yourself with your colleagues the same day. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Say, God, I'm going to follow you. The 10 days is God's appointed season. That 10 days may be 10 years old. That 10 days may be. If, if they come in the ninth day, everybody will still say, Look at you, we have left you behind. But when that hand comes, the man will outrun those who are on chariot. In this kingdom, we are not fast by running. We are fast by waiting. What are we waiting for? The hand. When you sign up, this, that's why I, you see, I'm giving caution. Okay? I'm giving caution. But the moment you sign up that this is the life I've chosen, it will start from you being behind. It is the principle. Except a grain of wheat first falls down and dies. And what people don't know is that death is part of progress. You allow people mourn too soon and you join them to mourn yourself. Look at my life. Self-pity. Look at what I've become. Did you know what I finished with in school? Allow it now. There is a difference between the grain of corn that is sown and the one that is on the shelf. When they are done eating that one, this one is still producing for generations. 
Let me say this to you. Your life is either like wine or like milk. Milk gets spoiled with time. Wine gets better with time. Do you understand what I'm saying? You don't understand. You have everything right in front of you. Plans, purpose, pursuit, everything is clear. I know who to call. They will fix me here, they will fix me there. I can get this settled, this, this, this. I don't have any issue. My uncle is this, this. My sister is this, this. I'll call them. Then God, in the midst of that, now said, don't. David is saying, there is a dimension of worship that flows. When that thing I rely on is shattered. Let me tell you what it means to be blessed. The blessing is anything and any situation that leaves you with God as your last option. The, the kind of Christianity we are doing that there are other options, God is just part of them. We have not started. Are you following what I'm saying? You, let me give you an illustration now. You are a young girl, 26, 27. You've been dating this guy for three, four years. This is it. Marriage. Next thing. When you are preaching or teaching young people about relationship, there is a level of arrogance you will speak with because yours is settled. Two months to introduction, the guy serves you breakfast. They now call you to come and speak to young people about relationship again. It is from these broken bones that the grace to be a speaker now comes. The one you were saying before, you were just blabby. Do you understand what I'm saying? There is a difference between the ones you are boasting about because you have advantage. When your advantages are taken, that's where messages start from. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's what we are talking about. Alright? So suddenly now they serve you breakfast. Say, 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 say. <laughs> you go and cry. Because before, you, when you talk to people about relationship, you say, make sure you dress well. Make sure you have done everything. Guys know they show. Do you understand what I'm saying? When all your formulas are no longer working, that is when you find God. And many of us have plenty of formulas. This one, I tried this then. Okay, once I didn't do it, sometimes it takes a lifetime for a man to come to the end of his rope. I think the most difficult thing for God to achieve in a man's life is to meet the man at the end of himself. Like for a man to say, I'm tired, I'm done. Like I'm done now. I've tried all my efforts, <laughs> nothing is working. All right. I'm at the end of myself now. Say, what type of relationship matters? Say, ah, we are trusting God. This same guy, two months ago, just be licking his lips. It's by bending. He wanted to go and ask a girl out. He believed that he has swept the girl off her feet. By the time he gets there, the girl says, you, you are not even in my thoughts. He's not your kind. Ah, are you following what I'm saying here? When you get to such end of the road, that's where you find God. Let me show you a scripture. Genesis chapter number 19. Are you following what I'm saying here? Let me show you something. 
Genesis chapter number 17. What I'm trying to show you is that what God is trying to do with your life. <clears throat> if, you, if, we, if we can get this, if we can get this, huh? we can go and start dancing. Because you have a major key. Look at what the Bible is saying, Genesis chapter number 17. When Abraham was 90 years old and nine, then God appeared to him and said, I am the almighty God. Walk before me and be perfect. God could not say this when he was in his 70s because then he was following God. But there was the option of Agar, the servant girl. Ishmael was around the corner. So all those things were happening. But the moment it got to a stage where, listen to what I'm saying now, the faith journey of Abraham and Sarah began when it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. Isaac is not bettered when you are still having menstrual flow. Isaacs are bettered. When, do you understand what I'm saying? Isaac is God making a statement, I gave this one. That kind is not bettered when both God and doctors are arguing that we did it. What I'm trying to show you is that all that God has been trying to do is to get you to the end of your road. And then say, are you tired? Have you discovered that you are not that smart? Do you understand what I'm saying? Have you discovered that you are not that intelligent? Have you discovered that you are not as handsome as you think? Having discovered that, come and learn my ways. Alright, and that's what the Bible was saying. The book of Matthew chapter number 5. Matthew 5, 3, message translation. Matthew 5, 3, message translation. Look, blessed are the poor in spirit. Alright, let's read it together. One, two, three, go. You are blessed when you are at the end of your rope. With less of you, there is more of... <coughs> Ask your neighbor, when will you be tired? Are you following what I'm saying? When will you get tired? Listen, listen. The first bone God broke in the Bible was the ribs of a man. And it was the issue of marriage. God could not achieve it without Adam sleeping. Let's look at all the things that happened when he was asleep. Number one, God broke the ribs. Number two, God closed the side back. Abby. Then God finished his work. If you are awake when God is walking, you will hijack the woman when God is not done. Give me like that. Give me like that. I'm, I'm, I'm 27 now. <laughs> this is my plan. Go to sleep. A lot is achieved when you sleep. A lot is achieved when you enter into a rest. Agitation brings nothing. Say so you are blessed when you are at the end of your rope. With less of you, there is more of God and of His rule. Something happened when Abraham clocked 99. 
one of the things that happened was that there's a way brokenness will make you more hospitable. Go and check. Anybody who is not giving to hospitality feels they don't need anything from anybody. I want to say this. I stand to be corrected, but I, I say it all right, based on personal observation. It's not a doctrine. Some of the most hospitable people I have seen are those trusting God for the fruit of the womb. Do you know what it means to trust God for the fruit of the womb? Ah. Okay, don't let's even stay there because it's a sensitive matter. Do you know what it means to wait on God for something that you know that part of the option is that it may never come? If you listen to what I'm saying, if you are waiting on God, let's say for instance, as a man, you are waiting on God for a life partner, all right, that he has ordained for you. You are trusting God, who is this person? It is not because you don't have the ability to go outside of his will to ask somebody out. Do you understand what I'm saying? But you chose to wait for him to bring his choice and we don't know when that will happen the person waiting on god for a child 30 35 40 45 50 55 the devil keeps reminding the person every day that are you aware you may never have a child in this head. When people are at the end of themselves like that, you find plenty grace around them. Let me say this though. There are things we say. Just stop. Boast, boast, boast. Because you agree with many advantages. And you think you have a message. Are you following what I'm saying? Somebody was born in a family where there's a covenant inheritance of prayer. Father, you are the third generation of a praying family. Say, I, I, I spent time in prayer. I spent time in prayer. No. Let me give you an instance. The fruit of the Spirit mentioned in Galatians 5, part of that fruit is gentleness. True? That gentleness is not the natural one people are born with. When you are done exhausting that one, that's when we tap to the resources of this one. That's natural ability that you have. A situation will have to happen that will get you to the end of yourself in that. Then you will now learn prayer in the midst of tribulations. When you learn that and you speak, you will now speak seasoned words. That's when you'll be able to do like David. That now I can teach sinners your ways. You can't before until your bones are broken. But listen, we're going somewhere. All right? All that I'm trying to do is to bring you into the introduction. Are you following what I'm saying here? Is somebody being blessed by what I'm teaching? Is this simple enough? Alright. Let me show you a passage of scripture. There's a story. Tonight, I, I just want to walk you through a story. Okay? A story. And um, from that story, <laughs> we are going to touch many things. And that is the story of this very amazing young man Jacob 
very fascinating story all right so i want us to check something together all right turn your bibles to the book of matthew chapter number 32 matthew chapter number 32 all right before i begin to read this passage of scripture i want to give a background um description of what jacob represents are you with me now good jacob was that guy that words went ahead of him that the elder brother will serve him and the way he lived his life it was clear that he got the gist all right it was clear that he got the gist and he tried to get it by his own human effort jacob represents a very smart young man who is afraid of being left behind listen to what i'm saying anywhere you see pride there is fear a proud man is afraid that's why he sings his own song so that history can favor him do you understand what i'm saying that if i blow my own trumpet everybody will know i'm a powerful man i will not wait for people to talk about me let me do it anybody who is proud is what afraid anybody who is rude is scared rudeness is a lazy man's way of showing strength because he can't measure up emotionally all right so it's, it's this young man that was afraid he was doing the things he was doing because he was afraid the mother so much giving him the gist your, your brother will do this and he was afraid so he said give me your bet right you take this food are you following what i'm saying here he was scared all right that if he doesn't find his, his way to get the blessing he may never be remembered all right he was a young smart boy all right doing all he could all right to be relevant are you following what i'm saying here all right this same guy um requested for the birthright from the brother in exchange for food he and the mother agreed together and deceived their father <laughs> all right and he obtained a word from the father and he ran away never to see both the mother and the father again okay it was just someone doing all he could to survive just trying to survive trying to run the street okay god was also on the other hand trying to get him to a point where he could get him to enter the blessing that was on his lineage but the more god was trying the more his effort was delaying it do you understand what i'm saying when we read the story of esau and jacob and the father when you read that moment where the father said to esau go and bring me the venison i want to bless you then die what you will think in your natural human mind was is that if jacob did not interrupt that flow the father will give the blessing to Esau. Is God's hand that short? Was it not the same Jacob that was going to bless the sons of, Je of Joseph? If you remember, say, at the last moment, God said he should what? Trust the hand. The issue is that when what God has promised looks like it is slipping off your hands, that is the exact time faith is known. Do you understand what I'm saying? When it is clear, I may never have this thing again 
let me give you an illustration of that. I want to give you an illustration. Imagine. Look at this situation. Alright? Look at this situation. God told you that this sister is your wife. Two months after God said that, you didn't even know how to go and meet her. You are just becoming friends, just gisting. This is all these brothers that will be talking on WhatsApp. Then the sister just sent a message to you that, please pray along with me. I'm having introduction with my fiancé. The first thing that will happen is that saliva will dry from your mouth. You are confused. You are, you are sweating. You are all that. She noticed that he didn't reply on time and he replied with, oh, praise God. Are you following what I'm saying? And then maybe somehow you are expecting that when they go for the introduction, they did the introduction clean and clear. Everything happened. And in your sincerity, you went back to God. He did not say no. He didn't say yes. When God has spoken and situations are happening contrary to what he said, and he did not speak again, he's saying, I'm still where I was. Do you understand what I'm saying? Listen, though. it is very easy to wait when the wind is not that contrary. But the moment everything happening is against what God has said he will do, that's when we know men of faith. Alright? Oh, yes. Even at that moment, can you see I'm telling my spiritual father has shared the story himself so I can share it. Alright. <laughs> Mama was already right, had done introduction with somebody else. And God had told him for over ten years before that that's your wife. And the person has done introduction. After introduction, they went to check genotype. They said the thing. They know what it is. Ah. What I'm trying to show you is that sometimes God allowed the thing get to the extreme to see who you are. He did the same thing with Abraham now. He said, kill Isaac. He did not talk on the road and say, Abraham, you're a good man. It was until Abraham tied Isaac and raised the knife to slash his throat. Then God said, don't lay your hand on that guy. Now I know that you fear me. What would have happened? The same God is on the throne. It's the venison of Esau. God said, no. Did I not say to you before that this belongs to Jacob? God can interrupt. Rebekah and Jacob were too fast because of fear. When you interrupt the process of God, you elongate your wilderness experience. Are you following what I'm saying? You elongate it. You cannot get the result of faith in the energy of the flesh. You cannot bet an Isaac in the flesh. Listen now. When you look at Abraham trusting God for a child, was he impotent? But in Sarah, will your seed be called now? God has said, the seed I want to give you. This is the woman that... So the issue was not Abraham's inability to impregnate other women. He could do that every day of his life. And it was proven with Agar. Alright? He could do it. He could do anything he wanted to do. But faith now is, I choose to do it your way. I'm saying the things you are waiting on God for, you can do it 
your way. But what God honors is that you forsake your own way to say, I choose to do it His way. <laughs> That's faith. Amen. Say, I walk in faith. Come on, say it again. I walk in faith. Alright, so I'm going somewhere with the story, this story of Esau and Jacob. Okay? So let's turn our Bibles. We, we read this on Sunday. I just want to reiterate then I show you a few things about this place. Alright? So if you look at the life of Jacob, you see smartness every time trying to outsmart. He's a guy with so many formulas. He knows the way. No, no peace. He's not he's, he's right. There's no rest for him. His head is always calculating. Now, if this one doesn't work, it will work. Alright. If Nigeria no work, Japan or UK. If UK no do Jamaica or to Australia. Alright. You look at all this formula. The person has options, and you cannot see where God is in the equation. You can do life. And you can have an economy that you can even be preaching about that is a product of you not considering God. There is a success that you can actually get outside God. But good success comes from waiting on Him. Are you following what I'm saying here? So this guy, no, no rest. Every time agitated and all that. You look at the story, Genesis 32. When they were going to go and meet Esau, he has already divided the thing. He has said, okay, you people should go here. I will come. Then another strategy is that we're going to send this. And then when we send that, it's just like church. Somebody is planting a church. It says, this person doesn't pray, doesn't fast, doesn't seek the face of God. Say that by time, right? Somebody was sharing with me something. Somebody went to plant a church somewhere right, in, a, in a city. The person came to the city with millions of naira. Millions of naira. Listen to what I'm saying. Millions of naira. The fellow began to say things like, we are going to take over this city. We are going to take over this city. We are going to take over... When people are talking from their own human advantage, it sounds like fate until that point of the advantage is broken. All right, where was he talking from? We'll take over this city because we have money, so they will run service. And every Sunday, they sit people down and share millions of naira and say, You people will do this strategy for billboard, this strategy for that. Listen to what I'm saying the one who came with God, they'll be looking at him ahead. Are you following what I'm saying here? Human effort say, We, are, we run this strategy this at the end of the day, you spend over 50 million six members people will tell themselves that ah when i went to that church they gave full chicken or first time package all right hostel people they'll tell their people in the hostel so you are you go and run them we will go run another church if it is not grace it can't look like it are you following what i'm saying it is this smartness oh it is this wisdom. It is this, I know what I can do. I know what I should do. I know the route. I know when you come to the end, you will find God. You will. Alright, let me quickly right, show you a few things. Alright, so he went to meet Esau. His brother Esau said, listen, I'm blessed. Alright, so keep the things you have brought to yourself. Now, the Bible said something very profound. Genesis chapter number 32 Genesis chapter number 32. All right, look at the story. Um, verse 22. 
The Bible said, And he rose up at midnight and took his two wives and his two women servants and his eleven sons and passed over all right, the ford of Jabbok. And he took them and sent them over the brook. All right, and sent them over that sent over that he had. And Jacob was left alone. And there he wrestled with a man until the breaking of the day. Listen to what I'm saying. The fight did not start until he was left alone. There are situations where you are stripped off people or people are stripped off you that you will cry. But it is God positioning you to know him. Are you following what I'm saying? That point you get to that you are left alone. That point. That is alone now. That point. That, that point, as simple as we are saying it, it is a tough point for many to get to. Is alone now fasting. Is alone now seeking the face of God. You can get to that point through obedience to the promptings of the Spirit or God allows situations of life get you to that point. Adversity can make you be alone. Obedience can make you be alone. If you would not choose the way of obedience, then God is not going to bring adversity, but he will permit it. That is, he will, set, he will step aside and say that, go and check him out. The devil, if the priests of this world had known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. See, listen, the devil is a schoolmaster. When he thinks he's afflicting believers, he's actually assisting the purpose of God in the life of believers. Any way, anyhow, for a man that God has decided to work with, to be alone, is a blessing. Look at all the life of Jacob, all the life things the father blessed him, he went to wonder this, this. Finally! And Jacob was alone. The moment he was alone, we found out God couldn't wait. Some of you need to be alone. Three days. Three days. Alone with God. And you, because you are not used to being alone, it's not your thing. So you discover that when you come to that point of being alone to read the Bible, it is weird. You don't know when you pick your mobile phone again. Stop it. Be alone. The phone is a world you escape into. Maybe the screen is broken now so you can be alone. Hmm. Maybe it's now lagging and when you press, it will stay long so you can be alone. Maybe you can't even afford to buy data now so you can be alone. Maybe the network of your house is exceptionally bad so you can be alone. Don't escape. Don't run. Don't dodge. Don't hide. Don't emotionally hide yourself. God, God wants to catch you in the corner. The most beautiful things in our life, they are bettered when we are alone. That's where you hear clearly, pure streams. Many of us are in the midst of noise, agitations, by this, by that. Too many comparisons on the internet. 
people who are ahead, those who are behind. And you forget that people post their best on the internet. And you feel you are behind in God's purpose because you are not alone. Comparing themselves with themselves, they become fools because you are not alone. The instruction God has, listen to what I'm saying. The moment there is a pregnancy a Mary is carrying, you cannot carry that pregnancy to the midst of crowd. You must carry that pregnancy to an Elizabeth who knows what it means to be alone. There are instructions that will die once you take them to where the crowd are. Even correct instructions will look wrong because it's not at their level of maturity. Be careful who check what God is saying with you. Particularly those who are loud, who are not walking in that level of, of devotion to God. When, when people, I tell people, see people ask me, church grow dizzy, I said, see, have a structure to have moments in your life that you bolt the door behind you and threw away the key, seeking just one thing, light. If you look at the tabernacle of old, in the holies of holies, the, there's no light there. The light of that place is the presence of God. When you journey away from the noise and the cares of life, you come to that place where the illumination you will receive is God. If you come out from that place, you come out with that revelation. The first thing, go and check. Pray, see God, God gives you instruction. The moment you come out, the first thing you face is adversity. Whose target is to kill the instruction? You can come out with a major word for 2024. You just can't tell the reason why your husband begins to misbehave. Or your wife begins to misbehave. Or your children begin to misbehave. Because the seed that fell on the rock is like one that receives the word. And then the sun comes, which is adversity. But because it has no root, it dies. Listen to what I'm saying. Don't, be, don't just bear shoot upwards. Bear root downwards. Root is a long journey. Shoot is in the midst of crowd. Listen to what I'm saying. Growth is two ways. Shoot and root and what? Shoot. If you can preach better, they will say you have grown. It's not true. Root first is that we now know your prayer time has increased. That's root. Nobody is saying that. Your study time has increased. That's root. Nobody is saying that. Your consecration has increased. That's root. Nobody is saying that. Your worship has increased. That's root. Nobody is saying that. When you have a root, you will have shoot. Many people, for the past 10 years, God has not been able to get you alone. Oh, this job. If this one is not working, that job. Oh, you have never paused and asked. What will you have me do? And amazingly, that was the first question of Paul when Jesus encountered him. Lord, what will you have me do? If that's the question you can ask in this season, what should I do next? What's the next thing, Lord? What do you want from me? I know what it means to be alone for years. Seven years. I want to share a, a bit of my story. 
to finish campus, we all had plans. Had plans. Things we could do. Alright? Had plans. I already started high in London University of Tropical Medicine for Masters. And my roommate that we all were pastors in that room called all of us at devotion in the morning and he said I had a vision overnight and he said I saw all of us walking in a vineyard and when it was time and everyone were submitting their cutlasses he said you and I came to submit ours last and the owner of the vineyard said we still have two more years to work so we separated ourselves three days dry fasting saw the face of God and God said stay with me in this land for another two years in fasting and prayer daily so i began that two years all right because we are at some point we got to ask ourselves how are we going to survive we have men this is you know what that means it means all our colleagues have gone for service and they were uploading pictures and after service because i was the pastor campus pastor all right the people you prayed for on campus even your juniors have gone and they are coming back to that same environment and they are meeting you there and sometimes when you go for their meetings and they preach they are stylishly telling others how not to be like you because when you see except a great of first fall down to the ground and die you go do you know what that means no you don't know approach until you know death go and check go to the mortuary see how they treat dead bodies you will wonder there was a time this person was alive oh. They will put the person there on the slab. This, this is watch this. The nakedness is open. When there's death, there's shame, and it is part of the growth process. Tell me you are strong if you have not faced death. Do you know what it means to die? Not fainting. At a point where there is no form of comeliness. where people can almost write and put full stuff our the mighty falling but that's when god is just inventing a story and i remember in the midst of that situation many times i will wake up in the morning and this one is saying eh, we have gone for lectures eh, we have gone to work and i will be in the room and I will hold the window of the room and shake it. Lose me now. Let me go. I'm not a lazy man. An instruction is binding you. You will hear it. You can't see the one who said it. And you know you can't jump out. Because you have signed a deal. And sometimes you go for... And are you following what I'm saying here? What was I doing? Two years. Straight up. Fasting and praying six to six, six to six, six to six. All right, what was I doing? One time I tried to teach, God said, Resign, stay with me in the place of prayer. I will carry my Bible and dress with a briefcase like I'm going to walk, dress, tucking my shirt with tie. Are you following what I'm saying there? Tucking with tie, carry my briefcase. What is inside? Bible, book, and Kennedy again, book, or some other books I read. I'll go and sit down. They already gave me a prayer room in the orphanage room. I will sit down there, study the Bible from this. this, this. By the time I'm done studying at night, when they are when they are trying to done studying and praying, when they are now cooking for the orphans and the children, they will send one of them go and give pastor his food. 
Ah, that is the daily bread. We go again the following day. <laughs> Seasons where you know that you have a message, but nobody's hearing it. If you talk to people in your in your circle, small people, everywhere is charged. But it looks like there is God insisted. The voice will not go beyond this. Because listen, God is not ready to export a voice of a man he has not matured. Are you following what I'm saying here? This thing we want to jump out of obscurity. You better be careful. Be alone. Let God get you alone. Don't think. Don't argue. Just submit. It's difficult for many people. Okay. I give up now. What do you want? When will you be done? That's the question. When will you be tired? When will you discover that the race is not to the swift and this battle is not to the strong when do you understand the moment one relationship ends before it ends you already have somebody else in your mind as a replacement and you don't waste time And he rose up at night, that night, and took two of his wives and two of his women servants and his eleven sons and passed over the Fort Jabbok. And he took them and sent them over the brook and sent over all that he had. And Jacob was left alone. Jacob was left alone. Jacob was left alone. No media interruption, no internet, no phone calls, no disturbance, no friends, alone with God. You need it. You need it. For some of you, this is a call for a retreat. This is a call for a retreat. You are getting too many unnecessary notifications. So, 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 tag you. Check. You need it. Ask your neighbor, when will you ever be alone? When will you ever be without a woman in your life saying, I love you? No relationship and nobody in view. Like, two months, three months, four months, five months, six months, seven months, eight months, nine months one year let me show you a scripture james chapter number one james chapter number one i want us to see something now look at it james chapter number one let's start reading from verse three james one three all right says are you there are you there now 
said knowing this that the trying of your faith works what patience the trying of your faith works what patience but let patience have a perfect work ah they call something patience that's say let patience work ah, that's not funny there's this movie i watch zootopia this cartoon zootopia in that zootopia there was a creature there all right that creature slot when that creature wants to talk say you are... have you tried to talk with people who are very slow i say how are you supposed to i don't have time <laughs> I know. Ah! Why are you shouting? This is not stammering. This is being slow and meticulous. So the Bible now says, This is patience. Now say, Allow patience to work. And this is not just work. Let her have a perfect work. If patience will work, you will, you will cry. But patience now need to do it meticulously. That is when it's done. Now say remaining the finishing touches. Meaning that if we we cannot follow you if you have not true faith and patience. That is the real faith work. There must be a testimony of a time you waited. Let me tell you something. It is not a work of faith if everything is instant instant how do we know abraham was a man of faith he waited the moment you cannot wait it is not faith let me tell you something i was going to show you this scripture later but let me show you now all right hebrews eleven twenty-two. let me show you that scripture hebrews eleven twenty-two. I'm going to come back to this issue of patience. Are you following what I'm saying? Are you, are you with me? Hebrews chapter number 11. Let me be sure it is that same scripture I want to show you. All right? Hebrews 11, 22. Ah! All right. Okay. That's not... Let me be very sure. Hebrews chapter number 11, verse 21. Sorry, 21. Ah! Look at this illustration I want to give you. It says, By faith... Jacob, when he was dying, blessed both the sons of Joseph and worship, leaning on top of his staffs. This is a very serious passage. Let me give you an illustration. Can, do we have anything that looks like a staff or a mic stand? Is there something like that here? I need something quickly. Is, do we have anything technical-wise? Huh? Okay, that's a mic stand. I think he's doing a job there, but just find a way to bring it for me. I want to show you what this scripture means. For you to understand this, look at the book of Psalms 23. <laughs> Are you following me? Look at what the psalmist said in Psalms 23. Psalms 23, alright, look at it, verse 4. Okay, let me make it straight now. I want to show you something. Psalms 23, verse 4. Look at what he said. He said, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will do what? I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. What brings comfort? Huh? Your rod and your what? Staff. Let me tell you the difference. There's a clear difference. 
when the Israelites were before the Red Sea, when Moses was going to go and see Pharaoh, what did he carry in his hand? He said he has a rod. What did God say? Throw it down. The rod became what? Snake. Instant miracle. Before the Red Sea, sorry about the sea, the Red Sea parted. Instant miracle. Alright? They need water from the rock. Eat the rock with it. Um, speak to the rod. He hit the rock. What happened? Instant miracle. Rods are instant testimony. Staff are those you will enter as a result of waiting. Do you understand what I'm saying? You don't use staff for prestige. You use it for old age. The rod and the staff comfort me with that. The instant testimonies I get and the ones I learned through waiting. The one I entered through maturity. I waited on this thing. I did not see it. I went through a process. I got more than what I was waiting for. I got a man. Do you understand what I'm saying? That is, you began to trust God for your future husband. You waited. At the end of the day, you discovered that God was not just giving you a man. He was giving you a staff. So what happened? When the bones of Jacob was pulled out, he leaned on his staff. This one that is now coming from him is what he entered through maturity. The young generation have heard the fathers have staffs. When they speak from there, it is not just what is being released. This thing has first made a man. Oh God. Do you understand what I'm saying? The same Jacob, the active man, man, the guy now began. Right? What was he doing? He was leaning. Ah. When you see the same person who used to jump around. Now become so gentle. Now become so calm. Now begin to give advice to the next generation. He has found something. Are you following what I'm saying there? Say it again. When you, when you read that scripture, you will read it differently. So comfort is not just going to come through instant miracle. The one you wait on God for, and it looks like God is missing, is still comfort. Say your rod and your staff. They comfort me. They comfort me. Alright, continue back to that scripture. That same James 1, I'm showing you something. That same James chapter number 1, I'm showing you something. Are you, are you following what I'm saying? Is it simple enough? Alright, look at it. That same James 1, I'm showing you something very, very important there. And I want you to follow me. Alright. James 1. Alright, so he said, <clears throat> Let patience have a what? Perfect work. That you may be what? Perfect and entire. Wanting nothing. That is when patience walk in a person. The person becomes wholesome. Let me say this to you. If you are produced too soon. You will not be rounded. Oh, Nijino, you won't be well cooked. Hmm. Somebody, somebody went to post about me on social media. And the person said. You are not this person put my name, say you are not a man of God. God didn't call you. Fun fact, you called yourself. I said, No problem. All right. I know the generation I'm speaking to. I just muted the account. Let me not see the nonsense. Just do yourself. God said to me, He said, if you mute this kind of people because you don't want to see them, you won't grow. Ah, I want to grow. I unmuted. As I unmuted, I saw the person right up. I saw one of my sons had gone to comment under it. What you have said is a big statement, but you may be right. As I read that, I said, fantastic. Listen to what I'm saying. 
I cannot react. Do you understand what I'm saying? When God, when you stay, this thing whip you. You will not have the energy. This energy you have, something will take it away, and it's a very gruesome process. You can't do criticism. Ah, just like the military, they ask you, "What do you? What are you afraid of? Is it height? Is it water?" That thing you fear is your weak point. You'll be made to face it till it becomes your strong point. What don't you like? Insult. That's what you will eat. What do you eat? I hate nobody can be rude to me. That thing. That's your next meal. You will eat it. Are you following what I'm saying? You will eat it till you say, I like it. When you come to that point, that's when you are ready to be served. Are you following what I'm saying? I did. I'm telling you. Because you can just come out. <laughs> Anybody can be loud. But it takes when patience has worked for you to last. You will last. Again, I'm saying you will last. All right. <laughs> ah. Lift your hands. Say, Father, help me. Lift your hands. Say, help me. Help me. Help me. Help me. Help me to come to the end of myself. I'm, 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 my, my smartness has not produced anything significant. It can be useful, but you, God needs to help you rechannel it. Help me. Help me. Help me. Just take one minute and pray that prayer as I continue. Take one minute. Take one minute. Oh Jesus. Take one minute. Take one minute. Pray that prayer. Pray that prayer. Take one minute. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. All right, please be seated. Let me tell you something. All right. Last year, September, almost all my social media accounts were hacked and pulled down. We could not, <laughs> we could not open new accounts. In fact, the media team were trying to open an account for me. They asked the person in charge, the head of our cyber security unit, they asked him, do you know Femi Lazarus? The moment he said yes, they blocked him off Facebook, locked him out. They said, we need to go and get a letter from the government, this, 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 for us to be able to do. I said, no problem. Do you know that that event happened when God said, I'm about to project your voice? I'm talking about when God looks like a liar. That you can receive a prophecy. And the moment that prophecy came, the opposite began to happen. Let me tell you something. Let me, let me tell you this story. I was preaching in a medical school. One of my friends came for that meeting. I didn't know what he was going to. He said he, said he knew that if I should come for your meeting where you are teaching, I will get the interpretation for my for what I'm going through. I said, okay. 
So we sat down in the hotel room when I finished ministry. He said I got my interpretation. What was I teaching on? I was teaching on wonders in heaven. All right. Joel 2. He said I will show wonders in heaven and wonders on earth. That's what I was teaching on. Now, he described a situation. Look at this situation. It was privileged to be in a place. I won't mention the place. In that place, within the space of one week, Pastor Hia Debui, Bishop David Debu, Dr. Paul Edneche, Pastor Bishop Ibiomie, in in fact, there was a night, Bishop David Abiyoye, there was a night that the five of them surrounded him and they laid hands on him. When he told me they laid hands on him, I said, your problem just started. Let me tell you now. Do you want to eat bones? There are impartations that once you receive, what confronts that kind, you will pass it first to enter. This one you are just putting your head. Say pray for me. Be sure now you want to be enrolled in a school. Be sure you pass. I was thinking about wonders in heaven. That is, what is a wonder on earth is no wonders in heaven. Job was a wonder in heaven. That angels were wondering that this guy has lost everything. He has lost wife, lost children, lost everything. Why is he not denying God? Do you understand what I'm saying? You must understand when your life is a wonder at the lowest point of yourself when you are a reproach to men and you are in the will of God you are a wonder in heaven you are a wonder in heaven look at that scripture Ephesians 3.10 look at this scripture Ephesians 3.10 to the intent that now unto principalities and powers in heavenly places might be made known by the church the manifold wisdom of God look at this give me this in amplified translation quickly Look at this same scripture. Alright? Quickly, quickly. Now look at this. Look at this scripture. The purpose is that through church, through the church, the complicated, many-sided wisdom of God in all its infinite variety and innumerable aspect might now be known to the angelic rulers and authorities, principalities and powers. That is, God wants to use you to show a part of his wisdom. He wants to use you to show another part of his wisdom. He wants to use you to show another part of his wisdom. Come. He wants to use you to show another part of his wisdom. When you look at this person, it looks like this person is at the lowest point of her life. When you look at this person, it looks like this person is at the highest peak of his life. When you look at this person, it looks like this person is even lost. We don't know what he's doing with his life. When you look at this person, it looks like this person is trying to... And yet, everybody is speaking an aspect of God's wisdom. Nothing is wrong with them. Just different aspect that has been spoken. I am saying that there are physical indices that we used to judge people that something is wrong with. And people can have those same indices in their life. And according to God, they are fine. If you don't understand this, you will give yourself certain yardstick that prove that you are in the middle of, in the will of God. And when you enter a dimension, are you following what I'm saying now? That you are still in the will of God, but there is no physical thing to prove. You begin to cut yourself to sizes. Now look at my life now. Look at what I am now. Because you are placed rationales that are not godly. Let me ask you a question. Did the life of Job communicate the wisdom of God? Are you aware that Job entered trouble because God was boasting about him? Hold on. <laughs> it was the... F- Do you understand what I'm saying? Meaning that if you, if you ask... This kind of trouble is because of his maturity. 
However, the nature of the attack was suggested by his fears. You test your most quality object. You test, you, you flaunt what is most quality. There was a time in my life that when you enter my room, the, my biggest asset was my trolley. What did I have in that trolley? My books. I put that trolley close to the door. Once you enter, look at it. That's my life. When you get to the point where God is beginning to use you as a display of what his sons have survived because they love him. Okay. <laughs> Please be seated. <clears throat> There's this song. I choose the way of the Lord. Choose the way. Can you raise the song? I choose the way of the Lord. For the way of the Lord is the way of wisdom. I choose the way of the Lord. I choose the way of the Lord. Choose the way of the Lord. I choose the way of the Lord. For the way of the Lord is the way of wisdom. I choose the way of the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Father. Alright, that same Genesis chapter number 32. Let me show you a few things further. Alright, because um, before we begin to round up now. Genesis 32. Are you there now? So where we have gotten to is verse what? Alright, verse 23. And Jacob was left alone and there wrestled a man until the breaking of the day. And when he saw that he prevailed not against him, all right, he touched the hollow of his thigh, and the hollow of Jacob's thigh was out of joint as he wrestled with him. Now, what the angel did was that he removed the joint of his thigh, all right, and then from, he could not stand again. He was limping. I'm going to show you a scripture that shows that he was limping. All right, he could actually was limping. And he said, Let me go for the day breaks. And he said, I will not let you go, except you bless me. And he said unto him, What is your name? And he said, Jacob. And he said, Your name shall be no more, Jacob, but Israel. For as a prince have power, sorry, have you power with God? And with men and you have prevailed and jacob asked him and said tell me i pray you what is your name he too was asking what is your name and he said why is it that you ask for my name and he blessed him there listen now let me just give you simple plain terms simple place terms simple plain terms when god bring people that carry the grace to change your life 
don't tell them physician heal yourself there are people carrying the king maker anointing they can make you a king that they are not don't ask them what is your name some of you look at people and size them up and say that this person does not carry the grace to lead me because he's not walking in the dimension I want to walk And Jacob called the name, verse 30 now. And Jacob called the name of that place Peniel. For I have seen God face to face and my life is preserved. And as he passed over Peniel, the sun rose over him. Ah! The moment he got the change of name, the moment he got the victory, the sun rose over him. You know what that means? Visibility. He has been hiding. He has been in hiding. Agitation will hide you. When it conquers you, the sun will rise. The things you were pursuing in the energy of the flesh, they will begin to run after you. And when it came out, suddenly, the sun, you see, the Bible could have just said the sun shone. He said it rose over him. It came out. Have you seen people that you used to know and they go to the place of prayer and come back and they are different it was Jacob that fought with angel it was Israel that came out it was Israel Israel was bettered when the strength of Jacob died how do you say he prevailed just when you have wounded him when you have pulled his tie out of joint for the listen listen for the rest of Jacob's life or Israel's life, he was a blessed limping man. Blessed limping man. He cannot lay claim on getting that blessing by effort because this is the scar that it took me time to cooperate with God. It took me time. The one you can boast about, you are still Jacob. When he pulls out your tie and we can see the scar, you say, listen, it took me time, but he conquered me. I, I was not that smart. I did not cooperate with him. I don't have what it takes to boast. This is the blessing, but this is the scar. I used to borrow money till they embarrassed me. So I've been there before. I'm limping. I've my heart has been broken before. I've missed God's will in relationship before. This is this car. I'm limping. I've hacked somebody out without hearing what God was saying so before. This is this car. And I'm limping. What is this car? The person has blocked you on WhatsApp. They block you on Instagram. Say, this is this car. <laughs> at the end of the day, when you look at your life as a blessed man, your scar also reminds you of the fact that it is not of him that will it, nor of him that run it, but of God that showeth mercy. Because each of those cars allowed enough to disqualify you for life. But it came true. How can a nation be better just when a man came to the end of himself? Israel is coming out. <laughs> I said, Israel is coming out. I said, Israel is coming out. 
I said, Israel is coming out. Israel is coming out. Look at it. And as he passed over Penuel, the sun arose on him. Ah, that sun is going to rise over you. I'm telling you, you are not going to die in obscurity. How can you grow from a home where somebody promised you that you are never going to get anywhere in life? And the instruction God gave you just when you are about getting somewhere in life was an instruction that make that statement true. And as they do family meetings and have your family and you join the family meetings, you see down there, you are the reproach they said you will become. But the grain of wheat is still in his dead face. It will spring back again. You will have to choose one. Living your life to prove a point that they were wrong or to obey God, you will first prove them right. Then they too will now come to learn God through your obedience. It is babyish to think when God gives you instruction, everything will look good at once. Some of you, God told you to come to Abuja. You don't know why and he didn't say anything. When he pulled out the hollow. In fact, what happened to the tie of Jacob was that the tie became thin and tiny. Because the sinews around that tie began to shrink. The balling Jacob was the fast agile guy. But the prosperous Israel is the limping one. In his weakness, God found strength. And God is glorified in it. Therefore, the children of Israel eat not of the sinew which shrank, which is upon the whole of his thigh unto this day, because it touched the whole of Jacob's thigh and the sinew that shrank. Do you have scars? Scars that are result that are the contact point of the anointing. The child that you have out of wedlock that you refuse to abort is the hollow of your tie that is pulled out. When you try to correct some people, they will tell you, Is this not your own? But you are carrying the contact point of grace. Do you understand? Do you understand that? Carry it. Carry your own issue. You've been praying for people. 
receive the fruit of the womb and you are waiting on God for yours, it's the whole of your type pulled out. And they say, look at you, do you have speed? When you release words, it goes forth with power. People get blessed. But you go back home and trust God for what to eat. It's the whole of your thigh pulled out. Just when he succeeds, that's when you succeed too. When you succeed, he doesn't succeed. At a point in my life, I became everything I preached against. Oh, on campus, I teach young people. Now you have to be serious with your life. You have to be vibrant. By the time you are done from school, you've got to be able to do this. You've got to be able to do that. And God was quiet. He allowed me to preach all those messages till I finished. And he said, all those things you have preached, now this is my instruction for you. When God takes you in a route where your message looks like a lie, let me just give you few examples of bones. Few examples. What, 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 what does bones mean? The bone that needs to be broken represents any form of confidence outside God. Anything you have confidence in that is not God. <laughs> let me give you an illustration. You know, there's a way somebody can promise you that I'm going to send you 250 million naira to start that project all right, and this, 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 and all that. Somebody has sent you a text message. I'm going to do this. The next minute, you are talking with your friends. You now begin to say statements like, "Do you know that people like us can speak things to existence? We are going to see it, and all that." In fact, I you know I, I trust God. Another two weeks, I'm going to have 250 million. This, is, what he's saying when they are hearing him, they they think they are hearing faith. He's actually speaking from an expectation from man that bone will have to break for him to find God so he will not be lying again it will, this fellow will face disappointment so they, when somebody now says I'm going to send you this it will just be quiet <laughs> people will be talking it will just be quiet just be looking and say we trust God the energy to talk it has died God has mastered. Do you know what it means to say God is Lord? A Lord masters a thing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Just when you see the thing is coming close, now begin to speak it. A man of faith is the one who says it when it doesn't look like it. Not the one that is already looking at it and say, this, this, this. It's going to rain because the cloud has gathered. The cloud will disappear. Any form of... And that is why. That is why the relationship broke. You saw how long it took you to recover. Because you stop walking with God as touching marriage, the moment the girl or the guy took the seat of God in your life, anybody who take that seat is an Isaac that must die. Hmm. Let me tell you something. Do you know it is in your best interest that anybody you know that you are the you tell somebody you are what you are dating you say you are the proof of God's love to me. So Jesus is not enough proof. It won't work. Ah. <laughs> Anything 
you don't want to die. Don't put it in the seat of God. Let he that eat it be as though he eats not. There is no amount of money that can come to my hand now from experience that can change my mood. Because I discovered in the place of saying, Ha! Ah, I have hammer. That is when I will hear the voice. Drop it. <laughs> it's not like I'm playing God. But I just discovered that this thing, this, I just, when it comes, I just say, God, what do you want me to do with it? You understand what I'm saying? One time we bought a car, bought a new SUV, brought the car to the house. I was going on a trip. So we were waiting for the car so I can go. To, immediately brought the car, started trips with the car. All right. I just called my, I got to the hotel, I lost my, I called my wife. I said, the moment that car came, did your mood change? She said, no. If she had said yes, I would sow that car immediately. God is not going to give you another God. Somebody may say, how is it that of me? Like so. God said to Abraham, go and sacrifice Isaac, your only son, whom you love. He said, what about Ishmael? You don't love Ishmael. God is not a fool now. The one that he knows what matters to you. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Alright, so bones represent any form of confidence outside God. Look at the case study of Peter. When Jesus said to Peter, he said, the devil has desired to sit you like we said before. Peter will say, okay. He said, even tonight, none of you be offended and you are going to, be, you are going to deny me three times. Peter said, I'm ready to die. He was not joking. He meant it. Just that the route was different. The moment they came to arrest Jesus, he looked for cutlass. Where's my cutlass? Where's my... And he picked the cutlass. The person that caught somebody's ears was not aiming for ears. It was aiming for head. Think about it now. Can you just pick cutlass and cut somebody? He wanted to want to pull the guy's head out. Then he cut the ears. The moment Jesus picked the ears and got me back, it occurred to Peter. This one is not sword fight. Ah, I'm stranded. He ran. His confidence was in the sword. Some trust in horses, others in chariot. But we will put our trust in the name of the Lord. When he saw that this is not <laughs> my own method, he ran. When he ran, a small girl said, Ah, 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 Peter, Peter, ah, come, come, come. This is one of them. I know this one, Peter. He was the one stopping that guy when he was saying, Jesus, have mercy on me. He almost slapped that guy. I know this man. Peter said, If I know a man, die. The Bible said he began to swear. How that in one breath was saying, I'm ready to die. In other breath, he said, if I would we have believed that Peter will be swearing about not knowing Jesus? Because the confidence was taken. The bone was broken. Your bone represent the bone that needs to be broken represent anything you lean on outside God. That is, even when you run the ministry and say these are the highest givers in the ministry and the movers of things in the ministry, that bone will have to break. God is the one who builds his church. Are you following what I'm saying here? Very, very important. In fact, let me tell you something. Your salary can be a bone that needs to break. Once your salary becomes 
your confidence. That's the reason why as God elevates you, you struggle with it. It's a psychological thing. It becomes big in your mind. Are you following what I'm saying here? It's a bone that needs to break. You say, you say, you say ah, when are you going to say, no way, that project, I plan it for the end of the month. You have deleted God from the equation of the blessing. You have put your salary there. Do you understand what I'm saying? When are you going to do this? Say, month ending. They call you from home. Say, your younger star, you say, when are you going to do this? Month ending. As if God doesn't exist until that money comes by month ending. It's a bone. It needs to break. All right. The bone that needs to break represents anything that is con- that is conveniently promising you a future that you don't need God for. Anything that seems to be presenting before you a future you don't need God for. It's a wrong thing. It needs to break. Let me wrap up with this. God is never going to give you what you will not need him for. Is there somebody who is blessed tonight? Can I lead you to pray? Are you sure? I want to give you two minutes. Find, Listen, find a spot between you and God. This is the prayer. Father, confront my life and check anything you need to break. It's a very serious prayer. Now, check me. Scan me now. Scan me through and through. Scan me over and over again and check. Scan me. Scan me. All right, I need to pray that prayer. Scan. Please pray. Yes, raise that sound. Please pray. For some of you, this meeting might be a point of God showing you that I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing. There is a place my heart cries out for Lord. There is a place I am yearning for. It is the place where deep calls to the deep. I am overwhelmed. Oh, yes. By this deep longing, Lord. There is a place my heart cries out for, Lord. There is a place I am yearning for. Yes, Lord. It is the place you have a space in my heart where deep calls to the deep. Oh, yes. I am overwhelmed by this deep longing, secret please Lord take me by your hands to your holy place let me see your face and your glory Lord let me know you more than I have known you Lord take me Lord 
Take me by your hands to your holy hands. Oh yes. Oh, let me see your face and your glory, Lord. Let me know you more than I have known you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Oh yes. You are not failing. It is just construction in process, in progress. Except a grain of wheat falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone. You are not failing. They've left you behind. It looks like you are the odd one out. Wait and let patience have a perfect work that you may be whole and entire wanting nothing all right lift your hands everyone wherever you stand i father i ask concerning your children tonight that as you revealed yourself to jacob in a different dimension let everyone under the sound of my voice have a very special encounter with you everywhere people have thrown away motivation and they are feeling they are failed and it looks like they, they, they are the odd ones out. I ask that you will reveal yourself as the master over the storms. In the name of Jesus. My Father, my God, I ask that there will be a scanning. And you will check everything that needs to be taken out of the way. In the name of Jesus. Help your children. In the name of Jesus. Let this teaching become a message of your own counsel for the body of Christ in the name of Jesus we give you all the praise in Jesus mighty name we have prayed I want to believe someone has been blessed today give Jesus a very big hand amen thank you Lord thank you Lord the message you just listened to is sponsored by the friends and partners of Femi Lazarus Apostolic Ministries Ecumenical, Flame. To partner with Flame, kindly make use of these account details. 2215005289, UBA. Apostle Femi Lazarus is a man raised by God to demonstrate his wisdom and authority to the last day church. He is the lead pastor of Sphere of Light Church and God told him years ago that a time will come where my wisdom will be needed to navigate tough times in the body of Christ. Then I will cause your voice to be heard and all who pay attention to my word on your lips will not lack light and direction. He is a man sent from God, sent to raise God's end time armies. With Apostle Femi Lazarus, every minute counts as you listen attentively. Let's start from Hebrews chapter number 11. Okay? I go to Hebrews 11, then we continue. We go to Genesis chapter number 32. Thank you, Father. Are you there now? Hebrews chapter number 11. 
verse 21. Hebrews 11, verse 21. Let me start from verse 20 so you can have background to it. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau concerning things to come. By faith, Jacob, when he was dying, blessed the both of his sons. But sorry, both of the sons of Joseph and worshipped, leaning upon the top of his staff. Jacob blessed them, worshipped God, leaning on his staff. Why was he doing that? He was old, of course. But from the day the hollow of his thigh was pulled out, he needed a staff. And I, I showed you that scripture last week. I don't know if you remember. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Okay? So comfort is perfected when we have the boat. The rod. Somebody say the rod. Say it again. The rod and the staff. See, if you have either, all right, you are not going to enjoy life. Mm. And I'm going to show you how. Everything you ever needed, you got instantly. Before you knock the door, it opens. as much as it is grace, but there is much more in God. There is an adventure that we experience when we wait. There's an adventure. Okay? There's an adventure that we experience. You see, sometimes we are carried away with the, weight, with the pain that comes with the waiting process. We are not seeing what God is doing. Let me show you a scripture. Matthew chapter number 11, verse 28. Matthew 11, 28. Message translation. Alright, I'd like us to see something. Matthew 11, 28 to 29. Message translation. If they can put it on my screen. Alright, look at it. Come unto me, holy that labor and are heavy laden. Can you give me message translation, please? Said, are you tired? Worn out? Burned out on religion? Come to me. Get away with me and you will recover your life. I will show you how to take real rest. Okay? Walk with me and walk with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythm of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you will learn how to live freely and lightly. Let me give you a story so you can understand this. I remember, what year was that? 2021, when we were about to erect our structure in Ibadan. I mean, we had prayed, trusted God for help. I think around that time we had spent about 50 million or thereabouts. Now, God gave instructions. He said, I want you to do three things as you come into a new phase. <laughs> All right? Number one. <laughs> Don't let me even mention it. Okay? <laughs> let me just keep quiet. But the second instruction was to everything the church has, go and sow them to a ministry that is just starting. Everything. Get into the next phase, trusting me for everything. 
don't don't move with the smallest pin i said thank you lord <laughs> it's difficult but i will do it then give me the third instruction so we did it took out everything took out the screens took out the ac took out the sound took out everything looked for ministries shared it and we're marching onward, Christian soldier. <laughs> we're coming to a new place. I think myself and him, it was about to rain. Then I just left the office. I said, let's get into this facility and see how it will look like under the rain. Then right where we were standing, the whole thing crashed on our head. We had to run out. So I got home. I didn't tell my wife. <laughs> I didn't tell my wife. Came to serve me food. <laughs> How are you doing? I said, very fine. Everything's fine. So the following morning, I said to her, I said, church building, it crashed. She <laughs> said, what are you talking about? Are you whining me again? I used to whine my wife. The church building, it crashed. They said, are you joking? I said, will I joke with that? So I began to ask God. Every instruction you give me, I did. Why is it? That the response to that faithfulness is starting from ground zero. What have you done? And he never said a word. Please learn from this story. So we had to start the building from the scratch. If you know anything about church management, everyone that we're giving before got tired. <laughs> okay. So people <laughs> nobody was coming. I entered phase two. I was angry. I was angry at people around. I was angry at my friends. And I was saying, look at this person. Not even one person came to greet me. and said, we heard that this thing crashed. This one. This, this, this. Not even one person. The one that now came, I became angry again. That when we were doing this project, you didn't come. Now that I crashed. <laughs> Our friends has no direction. Mm. When somebody has that spirit, you'll be offended at anything. Okay? So I was angry. First, I think the most important thing was the neglect from people I expected so much from. Then the Lord began to remind me. So and so and so happened to that person. Did you come? I was busy. Okay? They are busy too. This, this, that happened to that person. Did you come? And you know, I was ministering around. They are busy ministering too. Then I moved from being angry at what people didn't do to discovering my own guiltiness. I just discovered that I was expecting from people what I was not supplying. At the end of the day, definitely we rebuilt faster than we did the first one. Okay? But what I found out was that God was not just giving us an auditorium. He was making a man. Sometimes you cry over things because your priority is not God's priority. His priority is you, not the relationship. Okay? His priority is you, not the car. His priority is you, the fruit of the womb will come in its season. But there is a man that must be set 
for those things to come. And the process of getting that man requires breaking. Okay? So for those of you who missed the first teaching, I said to you that the whole of your tie represents anything that means confidence to you. Confidence without God. The form of confidence that you, you have, but this one is not in God. It is from an advantage you have. The kind of degree. First class. You have smashed records everywhere. Okay? Do you know that the guy with one talent has the tendency to succeed more than the one with five? Because our limitation shows us God's ability. Yes. And sometimes we just focus on the limitation, forgetting that we have an inheritance. Do you understand what I'm saying here? So when, when David said, Yeah, though I walk to the valley of the shadows of death, all right, I will fear no evil. For your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare it for me, for my enemy. This is it was saying that though I walk through the valley of shadows of death, I will fear no evil. He said, I have a testimony that there is a dimension when I call you answer. There is also the staff that I enter through maturing in process. That even when I'm seeking for things, it doesn't happen. There is a staff. Do you understand what I'm saying here? Listen, when you wait and you wait till the end, you get more than what you are waiting for. As a matter of fact, the proof that you have waited right is that when that thing comes, it is no longer your joy. Something else has been given that is more expensive and better than those things. That's how it works. Amen. So, let me take you to the very beginning. So you can understand. And you see, it, it is the way life is. It is the way life is. What God wants to do is to end up showing us the need for Him. See, once we get those, that as simple as it, once we get it, we are not saying you should not have your advantages, but we are saying you will not make it primary. You have come to that point where you know that thank God for this thing, but this is not the secret. Okay, thank Somebody said you went to Harvard, you went to school. Say it's not about Harvard, it is about God. Okay, the moment we now begin to make our boast in Him, it will work. And it will it will keep everything that leads to you making that boast in Him is a blessing. And that blessing may involve losses. That's the truth. Let me explain, give you another illustration. Look at the way God wants you to walk. This is the way God wants your life to walk. Simple illustration, you don't have to think too much. Just look at this. When you read the book of Genesis 1, verse 1, you read the Bible say, in the beginning God made the heavens. And you see that in your Bible? Now look at it. Please come. Imagine you met God. Let's assume. A day before the beginning. Will you still agree that he's all powerful? Listen, he's still God, but there's nothing to his name. No house, no man, no mountains, no hills, no rivers, nothing, no gold, no diamonds. He's still God. And he comes to introduce himself. I said, I'm the God of all flesh. Say who? Listen well. What you want is to get it, then boast about it. 
what God wants to do is for you to conceive it and boast about it. Let me explain. Abraham waited for Isaac for about 25 years. Okay? And finally he got Isaac. Then God came and said, Abraham, sacrifice Isaac, your only son, whom you love. What was God trying to say? What you have been waiting for is not Isaac. What you have been waiting for is a dimension in me that the covenant still remains sure, with or without Isaac. So imagine that you are Abraham. And then God spoke so many things about your relationship. And here you met somebody that every word, every prophecy God gave you, everything aligned. He will show his own note, the same thing in his note. Or show you a note, the same thing in a note. Then the final person broke up with you. God wants you to have come to a point where regardless, whether you are here or not, what God said is still sure. And listen, sometimes you will need to have losses to wield it well. He doesn't want you to believe what he has said is anchored on anybody. He doesn't want to believe that what he has said will come to pass because somebody is doing you a favor. Do you understand what I'm saying here? He wants to come to the point, whether you are there or not, God will do what he will. He said, if people fail to praise me, I will raise what? Stones. That's what has the blessing. The blessing is not physical things. Do you understand what I'm saying? If not, if you lose your car, you will lose your joy. In fact, this is the purpose of giving. It is to show us that our wealth is not in the material things. Look at it now. Abraham and Lot were brothers. They were together. They were, there was struggle between their men. Abraham's men. All right, Abraham told Lot, said, Lot, see, go and choose anywhere so that there is no strife within us. What did Lot do? The Bible said he looked for the well-watered ground and he chose. The blessing is not in a place. It's on a person. If the person carrying it comes to the desert, desert will become fruitful field. When, when you understand this, you will have nothing else you define as asset outside God. Nothing qualifies to wield that title outside God. If not, Job losing everything would have been the end of his life. But that was just the beginning. Lift your hand. Say, I am more than what I wear. No, no, you, you are not saying it like you know what I'm talking about. Say it again. I'm more than what I wear. I am more than what I drive. Now, when you understand this, nobody can look down on you. Alright? Somebody looks at you and say, what do you drive? Uh, under Accord 04. Say, at your level. I am more than what I drive. Okay? It matters what drives me. Yeah, that's it. And if that thing drives you to the wilderness, it will become food fulfilled. Lift your hands and say, thank you, Lord. Now be seated for a while. Let me show you a few things. Are you learning something this morning? Are you sure? If we understand this, <laughs> when, when we come to understand this, see, this is 